This is your Classical Break, your daily dose of classical music. I'm Tyler Alderson, and today we're listening to a Corelli Trio Sonata, the 11th in his second set of trio sonatas. He wrote a fair few of them. This is one of many pieces by a bunch of different composers dedicated to Cardinal Benedetto Pampili, who employed Corelli as his master of music. You might think of cardinals as priests who have risen through the ranks, distinguished themselves in some way, and are appointed out of merit, which is true today. But back in Corelli's day, it was a lot more about who you know than about any amount of piety or priestly duty. Pompili was a member of a powerful family with long-standing connections to the Catholic Church, including his great-uncle, Pope Innocent X. Whether Pompili actually cared that much about his religious duties is fuzzy, but he certainly cared a lot about music. In addition to being a generous patron for Corelli, he actually wrote the librettos for many operas and hosted the top composers of the day at his palace. This worked out well for Corelli, who had a great outlet for his compositions and the backing of a powerful member of Rome's elite. This sonata was most likely written for a series of informal Sunday concerts played by Corelli and his colleagues and hosted by the Cardinal. You might think the Cardinal would have had more holy things to do on Sundays, being a priest, but evidently he had time for a good bit of music as well. Being well-connected musically, he was also able to help Corelli with publishing, and printings of Corelli's trio sonatas can be found not only around Italy, but all over Europe, and ended up in the hands of quite a few composers along the way. In fact, Corelli is one of the first composers who made his name through printed editions of his compositions published and sold rather than copies of manuscripts that circulated among composers and in musical circles. Another rarity is that Corelli didn't write operas, which were enormously popular at the time. Most of the other big-name composers of the day made their money in opera, and given that his patron, Cardinal Pompili, wrote a lot of librettos, it's surprising that Corelli didn't try his hand. Instead, he stuck to instrumental music, and he revolutionized a few genres in the process, including the trio sonata. His trio sonatas became the gold standard across the continent, and his influence can be seen in pretty much any other composer's attempts at the genre. They were known for their blend of quicker, more fun movements paired with slower, serious movements, and Corelli excelled in both temperaments. On a more practical note, needing only four musicians meant that they were easy to put on, and trio sonatas also had the advantage of being fairly flexible when it comes to instrumentation. While the usual configuration is two violins, cello, and harpsichord, you can substitute a variety of instruments for any of the parts, making them adaptable to many different groups. This recording is a true trio, this time with a violin and a viola, along with a piano, which really helps bring through the interplay between the two string instruments. The slow first movement is followed by two dance-like quicker ones, and the overall mood definitely fits the relaxed Sunday concert setting that this was originally written for. Here's Roxana Pavel Goldstein on the violin, Elias Goldstein on the viola, and Monica Pavel on the piano with the 11th trio sonata from Corelli's second collection of trio sonatas. Thank you. 
Corelli was never a very flashy composer, but his easy, flowing writing certainly made a huge impact across the continent. Thanks to Roxana Pavel-Goldstein, Elias Goldstein, and Monica Pavel for putting that up on MuseOpen.org. And thank you for listening. If you have the chance, please rate and review this podcast wherever it is that you're getting it. I'm Tyler Alderson, and I'll be taking a break for the coming week, but I'll be back next Monday with more great music. I'll see you then.